Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. August 12th, the time is about 11.30 a.m. Ready Newman PC has been conducting this conference call from 2012 to today, uh, every single day from past uh, nine years. Anybody has any questions, you have to raise your hands. For those people who have never been to this conference call first time and have never asked the question, please let Gayatri know. And you have to show your face to her because... uh, she just want to make sure that you're not a repeat person. So you have to show your face for her to give the preference for any people who have never asked the question will be given preference. Please let Gayatri know that uh, uh, host know. Go ahead, Gayatri. Uh, Sachin? Yeah, hi. Yeah, so myself, Sachin. So I have one question. <laughs> can you hear me first of all? Yes, I can. Yeah, thank you. So I have one scenario. So my perm got filed uh, in this year, February, uh, and it got approved recently on uh, 26 July uh, 2021. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, my max out, uh, six year max out for H1B is on 17th August. So, and mm-hmm. my I-94 uh, date is uh, 27th of August, just 10 days after that. And recently, on last Friday, my I-90, sorry, I-140 got approved on the website. Uh, but uh, attorneys are saying they haven't got um, the physical hard copy, it, which is required to uh, file the extension. So a couple of things I wanted to check. First, when, when, is uh, when, is it, when is your I-90 expiring? When is your I-90 expiring, you said? Uh, 27th August, uh, 2021. And, yeah, they will uh, get it by the time. It's a lot of time. They'll get it by the time. Yeah, yeah. So just just wanted to check, uh, like because this uh, date uh, visa expiry date is on seventeenth uh, of August. So yeah. So if uh, if we don't get it by seventeenth, it should be still fine, right? We can still file after seventeenth, and uh, yes, I'll be I, still I would, in uh, legal stay. I, I would prefer to file it with the online approval notice okay i would prefer to do it on 17th but here is the thing though you cannot work for the company between 17th and uh, 17th and 27th unless they file an extension okay so if they file an extension before 17th uh, and i got the receipt number i should be able to continue you don't have to have a receipt number you don't have to have a receipt number Okay, it just need to be filed, right? Yeah, it just need to be filed. Yes. Okay. Okay, and so in any case, I won't be in out of status, right? In case uh, receipt is filed, uh, did they file the case? Uh, 
And one, uh, one give me one second. Uh, there's nobody there. There's nobody there. Okay. Yeah, you should be fine. If they file, you're fine, sir. Yeah, and so and we can file it with the uh, website uh, uh, screenshot also, right? Uh, that's what you're saying. Even though in worst case, we don't get the actual copy of approval. Yes, that's right. You can take the screenshot and based on that, you can, you can, you can do that, sir. Yes, sir. You're right. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Actually, uh, that answers my question. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Arda? Hey, hey Rahul. Uh, my question is, uh, my employer filed two I-485 applications, one under EB-3 concurrent filing and, and, and another under EB-2, which is approved. Uh, because he didn't wanted, he didn't do the 114 premium for EB-3, so it ended up filing one more 485 application. So question is, uh, can I... Uh, keep, keep the two 485 applications uh, with USCIS. Will there be any issue, or do I with need to same, withdraw? Uh, with the same labor certification, he filed two 485 applications. Yeah, that's correct. Why did he do that? I mean, what's the need for it? Yeah, because uh, he did not do a 140 premium for EB3. Yeah, but you have an EB2. Why did you file an EB3? Um, that time, like last year, the EB3 was uh, was current, right? Like last year in October. Now uh, my priority date for both EB3 uh, and EB2 is current. Oh, oh, oh. So, so he, he filed in October the, in EB. He filed I, in October. Uh, he filed in October in EB2, and recently he filed in EB2. Yeah, in in October he filed in EB3 concurrent filing. And now, last month, he filed an EB2 because uh, EB2 also became... Why can't he do premium processing for the I-140? Yeah, I requested him a lot, but he denied that. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me what they are doing. Uh, you need to withdraw one of the 485 applications. You can't have both of them. Oh, okay. 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 You can't have both of them. Is it a must that we need to withdraw or uh, should I leave you it? You must withdraw. Bed? You are using the same labor certification for two 485s. You need to withdraw. Okay, okay. And uh, one more question I have is my wife also like filed along with me, right? So in her birth certificate, she doesn't have last name because that was, okay. the, that, that was in uh, taken in 80s, right? Later part of 80s. Mm -hmm. So the, the original birth certificate didn't have last name. So is it still fine? That's fine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. That's not a problem at all. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Next yes. person, please. Thank you. Riaz. Thank you. Uh, my question is, I have responded to my medical RFE two weeks back. My final action date is current and uh, I have my 131 approved. Uh, so 485 is pending. Uh -huh. uh, and uh, with two days a week on site, uh, that's going on at our work. I'm planning to move a couple of hours. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm getting this. I'm getting disturbance. Wait, wait, wait. Your final action date is current. Your IED is approved. That's all I know. I'm getting uh, cut off. So my, uh, I got my RFE for medicals, uh, uh, and I have submitted that to RFE. Yes, for uh -huh. the for medical. Um, uh -huh. 
so my uh, you know so 485 is pending um so my question is uh, i am planning uh, we are moving to two days a week on site uh, and a remote uh, rest of the week uh, so i'm planning to move uh, two hours away from work which is, which will fall under a different msa Mm-hmm. So, are there any impacts to my 485 after None. I move? No, sir. No, sir. Uh, no okay. impact. None whatsoever at all. And uh, because I'm still on H1B, I'm not using EAD. Are there any impacts on my current H1B? Uh, yes, you have to file an amendment if you don't want to use the EAD. So, for using EAD, do I have to like submit a new I9? Is that like how do I how do I switch for, to EAD? You uh, don't. Just give the copy of the EAD to your employer. That's it. You don't need to do anything. Okay. So I don't have to file anything. And if there is an inquiry, no, I can I can just say that I'm on EAD. And... That's it. Okay. Sounds good. Next, Thank you. Next person. Kokila? Hey, hi, Rahul. Yes. Yes. So uh, I have my parents here. So they are in B2 visa over here. So they are here for the past six months and I've already applied the visa extension for them. So I-539, so my father and my mother. So what I did is I-539, I applied for my father and I added my mother as a co-applicant. And uh, and like I got their return ticket on November 15th, uh, both of the tickets. And now my father, have, he wanted to some personal and business reasons. He wanted to leave early in by next month. So what will happen to the Applications. I know that the pro- the 539 is still in process, and uh, will the application will be considered abandoned if both if like my father alone leave the country, and uh, should my mother also leave, or if can, my mother can stay until November? Your mother can stay until November. The only problem that will arise is that if by any chance the biometrics comes in and your yep. father doesn't attend it at that time, it will get a denial. So okay. I would do one thing, let your father go. If the mm-hmm. biometrics come sim, mm-hmm. I would then at that point of time have your mother leave. Got it. Okay. So yeah, okay, fine. But my mom, my mother can say, but with the current processing time, I can see that it's 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 pretty slow. Even my EAD is yeah, I know. slow. Yeah, yeah but- I, I can see that. But if any chance, sometimes the biometrics mm-hmm. comes faster. If it comes mm-hmm. faster, though, then I would prefer that your mother leaves the country. Okay. So, okay. Then that, that sounds good. So, I, as far as my mother can stay here, if my mother biometrics comes, yeah, I can ask my mom to leave. Sounds good. Okay. okay. Thanks, Rahul. Ne- next person, please. Praveen. Hi, Rahul. Um, thanks for taking my call. Um, uh, I applied the 485 with EB3 downgrade last year, October. Um, mm-hmm. So my EAD AP was approved, uh, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, what uh, for 140 when I did the premium processing, uh, mm-hmm. they accepted premium processing, but they denied the I140, um, saying that there is a different company name on I140 than the firm uh, itself. Mm-hmm. So the way my company is set up is uh, company A, a company B is subsidiary of company A. And um, they file the perm and EB2I140. Okay. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a it's a little bit complex issue to discuss in this conference call though, okay? I would okay. recommend, I would recommend, I would recommend that you contact 
Ryan Vic in our office. He's the one who deals in the I-140. He can you can have a consultation with him because that's a major issue. Why did they file with a different company? They should have been filing for a different company. Mm-hmm. Labor and I-140. Yeah. So so my uh, my uh, attorney actually they filed a motion to reopen and also filed another I-140. Okay. What is the question? What's your uh, question right the, now? The so is there any other way? Uh, so if we file a new I-140 now, EB-3, uh, can the current I-145 no, uh, no, no, be the kept alive? No, the current I-45 cannot be kept alive if you file a fresh I-140. Okay. All right. Thanks, Rahul. It's better that you file a fresh I-140 because by the time motion to reconsider, everything will come out. It will take two years. So if, if the lawyer yeah. can identify what the faults that can be cleared, they can file a fresh I-140 mm-hmm. right now. Next person. Please. Yeah. Thank you. Rajul. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, so I also filed for uh, 44 right. last October. Uh-huh. Last October, I-140 uh, was premium process was approved. Uh, no EADA, no AP. And I just received a biometric appointment for my wife only. So, is there any way, <clears throat> or do you suggest me actually trying to go with her for biometrics? I don't know where is my try biometrics. It. Try it. Try it. At the most, they'll say no. I mean, is there a, a valid reason that in your experience that works? <laughs> I, I, there are some people that I've seen that they've taken. There are more, many people, I would say about 75% of the people, they rejected it. But it's okay. It's not going to be any loss. You try go going with your wife. Okay. And one other question is if uh, with the current situation, if I don't have my EAD in my hand, uh, if somebody asks a question where do you need an employment authorization to work in this country? What is the answer at this point? I'm sorry. What if somebody is asking you, are you authorized to work? You have a EAD in this you don't. I do not. I mean, I don't have an EAD in my hand. I mean, the, the EAD is not approved. Neither is it. You have a you have a H1B. You have a yeah. H1B, right? That is your employment authorization. That is your employment authorization. But you can only work for that company. You cannot work for any other company. That is employment yeah. authorization. Okay. Thank you. And it's not that easy. People just can walk to you and ask employment authorization. This is not. No, no, I mean, if, if you are if you are trying for a, a different opportunity, and if that okay, person that's is fine, that's fine. Right. Yeah, just want to. Yeah, okay, sounds good. Yeah, thank that's you. different. Rahul. So, uh, hi, Rahul. So, I am on H one B, and my H one B is valid till twenty twenty four, and my wife is on L one B, and her I ninety four is going to expire on nineteenth of August. And her company filed a footstep, uh, footsteps. It would be till 25th November. They filed yesterday. Uh, they filed yesterday uh, till it, it would be till 25th of November. And my wife also applied for Harrisburg University for a STEM course and she got her I-20. Uh, so she's planning to apply for that also, but I'm not sure how much time that uh, I-20... Let me, let me ask you this question. Harrisburg is a fraudulent university. Your wife getting admission, even I can get admission to the doctorate there, okay? They don't even look into the qualifications to get into that degree. It's a fraudulent university, according to me. We officially said it, and they called us up 
to and they responded to them your fraud um don't try to go to the why can't you apply for h4 for her what about yeah, your i140 so uh, my my perm is in like uh, i have submitted all my documents no, i do I, i i do not i i recommend that you apply for h4 before august 19th not after that the reason is what if the l2 gets uh, l1b gets denied what will you do at that time so as a uh, backup plan i would like to have file a h4 before august 19th. if if you file after that like uh, concurrently then what would happen then what would happen is that if you file afterwards if the l2 gets denied and she has to go to india to get the h4 stamping okay 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 and f1 is not a good option especially arisburg university cumberland campus bill they are all fraudulent they can give admission to anybody without any qualification they will uh, they started college started whenever you want to start will start even if the covid is not there you don't have to come to college only 6 days a year i mean that doesn't sound fraud to you guys okay and they give a work authorization you can work anywhere you want to i mean that's definitely a fraud for okay, don't so, don't go into those fraud universities okay, next so, person okay. please yeah. thank you raja raja yeah can you hear me okay yes go ahead okay uh, thank you for call, um taking the call so i applied for 485 downgraded to eb3 last year october priority date is 2014 october i want what premium approved biometrics given medical submitted um no, right now i'm in waiting yeah right now i'm waiting more but the problem is uh, um my company some part of the business was acquired by some other company and um, right now there is some company reorg happening and um, our uh, management wants to move uh, the employees to its parent company um so i don't know what are our next steps so do i need to file another 485 with the parent company because they they federal tax absolutely not absolutely not there's a different issue than compared to the other people i said your i140 is approved is right 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 i140 approved in march yeah at the most at the most the new parent company has to file a 485j supplement okay you don't have to go to the 485 entire 485 again absolutely not required why did i not tell required. the other guy because his i140 got denied okay but uh, my, i haven't received my um, ead ap yet i'm still waiting for that i'm right on h1b so do mm-hmm. they need to transfer h1b to the parent company yes they, well they may have to file an amendment requirement depending on how yes. the acquisition happens they may have right. to file an amendment or they don't have to file an amendment it depends on how the acquisition happens Okay, so from green card point of view, I don't have to really worry about it. All they no, need is for it. No, sir. No, sir. Maybe for it five J supplement may not be. Okay, because okay. my final action not current yet. Still, still that's the case, right? That's fine. Yeah, still that's the case. Doesn't change. Okay. Great. Thank you very much. Next, next person, please. Riyant. hi uh, thanks for the opportunity uh, this is bia from my friend uh, he is trying to uh, file in interfile medicals uh, his uh, rent is uh, drawn for his and his wife 
around last month, uh, July 21st, uh, but is still waiting for the reports from the doctor. His question is, if he get the reports after 10 days, like a one month after the blood drawn, so those reports are valid or not? They're valid. Like, after two months, they're valid. They're valid. Like when does the two months valid, valid period starts? Like when blood drawn or when the doctor provides a sealed report? I have no answer to it, but I will rather take it more conservative that when the blood is drawn. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's worrying about like uh, it is already three uh, three weeks more than that. So. Any any other question? Yeah. Next person. Okay. Thank you, sir. Lata. Lata. Uh, hey, Rahul. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, mm -hmm. So my question is like, yeah, I also applied for my 485 in October last year. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm still waiting for my uh, um, fingerprinting appointment. Uh, my question is like, I'm planning to do an uh, interview file. So which address I should send this uh, medical report, uh, uh, Rahul? Is there any uh, guidance? So uh, did, did you already got the medicals or not yet? No, I, I'm getting my medicals, uh, the sealed envelope uh, by, two, I'm planning to, uh, the doctor will give it to me uh, by Monday. Uh, so Do, I need- So if, if it is a Texas service center address though, Mm -hmm. They change the address, go to the Google, online it, they change the address, send it to the other address. Okay, okay. So I should not send it the one where I have that 485 receipt, right? Uh, right, they just, change the, there is, they just change the address. They will forward it to their address, but instead of forwarding, go online and okay. get, the, uh, get the address and mail it to that address. Okay, okay. Okay, thanks. And uh, my wife's one is like in uh, NBC Center. So for that, uh, there is a PO box number. I can send it there, right? That is right, sir. Okay, great. Thanks, sir. Thanks for it. Next person, please. Suman. Hey, Rahul, thank you. Uh, uh, actually, my uh, 485 has been uh, applied for um, myself and my wife. And uh, so... Uh, we are still, we just got receipts and got the biometrics, but uh, still waiting. So my X1 is expiring in November. So my company is filing the extension. So in 539, like for this in part four, there are uh, three questions uh, like uh, has a, uh, I have 485 application to register permanent residence uh, filed by you, uh, including this application. Should I say yes or no? Yes, yes, yes. And uh, other three, four, right? So ever applied immigration visa and uh, ever applied uh, immigration petition. Immigration petition, your wife definitely did not. Immigration visa is different. Only 485 is applicable for you mm -hmm. um, and for, for you and your wife. For your mm -hmm. wife, um, uh, for, uh, for your wife, just 485. That's it. Okay. No for uh, immigration visa and immigration application. Yes, for her, for her, it's no for her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Thank, thank you so much, Rahul. Thank you, Dan. Anuradha. Yeah, hi. Uh, thank you for taking our call. Uh, so we have a question regarding the H four EAD renewal. Mm -hmm. uh, the H four EAD expired in April twenty twenty one. We had applied in February twenty twenty one, and uh, it's in the pending status right now. And then the I-94 is valid until April 2022 next year. And so is the H-4 visa. So mm -hmm. the question is, 
can we continue employment on H4EAD with the same employer right now and also with a new employer if possible? When is our EAD expiring? April 2021. Expired, you mean to say? Yes, it expired, yeah. If the H4EAD expires, the extension is pending, she cannot work. Okay. I mean, roughly right now, the processing times are around 14 months. So we have to wait for 14 months until we get a response. There, if they, you have any way where you can shortcut that, you let me know because we are unable to figure it out. Okay. Okay. Next okay. person. Sorry about that. Naveen? Hey, uh, Rahul, this is Naveen. I have a question. So my 485 is pending and I have received uh, advanced parole and I mean EAD and advanced parole back in uh, March. So I'll be renewing in, in a couple of months. So my question is like, can we travel outside of the country while the EAD or advanced parole is being renewed? Is in the process Technic of renewal. Technically, they will, they will deny your um, advanced parole if you are traveling. They will deny yeah. it. Yeah, the first you, time they you, said that they will abandon the application, but no, even second time, second time also it's the same story. It doesn't change. Same story. So once you come back, once you come back, I'm assuming you're going to come back before the advance rule expires. Once you come right, back, right. you can re you, you can reapply again. Oh, okay, okay. So that's all. Okay, all right. that's all I have. Thank and you. this time they're going to give it for two years. That's a rule now. Next. Yeah, person. yeah, yeah, yeah. Devi. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Hi. I uh, my H four EAD and my H four is pending with USCIS from March, and uh, like fifteen days back, I my status changed into uh, like my documentation was received and USCIS is reviewing it. So it's already past fifteen days. I'm not sure whether to follow this or uh, raise an expedite request or just leave it as it is. I'm not sure you, what to do. You can do all the things, but they are not working, ma'am. Um, people are waiting and there is nothing I can do to expedite the H4 plus EADs right now. Yeah, actually, like uh, I uh, expedite and uh, they approved my expedite request and my status is showing the correspondence was received. So in that case, I don't know what to do. Uh, nothing can be done. Nothing can be done right now. Okay. Okay. And uh, so another uh, question is... Uh, my family is planning to go get the consulate at Toronto for H4 and H1B um, stamping. So if I leave the country and come back, what will happen to all these applications, H4 and H4EAD, which was pending with USCIS? Is this an extension of H4 or is it a transfer of H4? It, it is an extension. It will, it will be adjudicated accordingly. It will not have any problem. Okay, so when I return back with my H4 stamping, I, I don't have to notify USCIS saying my No, ID. you don't have to notify. I, I can just leave it as it is, right? That is right now. Okay, okay. Thank you so much. Next person, please. KY. Hey, uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, uh, I have a question from uh, on behalf of my cousin. So she got her H1 picked uh, in the second lottery. And uh, so uh, currently she's married, but uh, you know, she'll get her divorce papers by October. So mm -hmm. while filing the documentation, so uh, should she, I mean, she has no intention of filing H4, obviously. So should she, uh, so how should she file the documentation right now? 
as in because by the time uh, it gets approved on the post interview on the h1b there is no uh-huh. question whether the person is married or not okay so so it, so it doesn't really matter even while filing for ds160 because they must be giving some details on ds160 no in the ds160 on the day of filing though if she is mm-hmm. married she should mention she is married okay so so by the time of interview if if the you know she get the paper so will that she gets uh, a divorce that's okay that that won't be any problem that won't be any she issue should, okay no that won't be an issue okay and 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 one more question is you know she got it through a consultancy like they applied for it and right now she is working for a different company so can that company pick up and process is that an option or uh, should no. she go through the consultancy only no consultancy only all right all right yeah cool yeah Expert. thank you Yeah, thanks. I'll take the Shash? next two callers, guys, uh, before we conclude. Next two callers. Tushar, go ahead. Uh, Rahul Guru, two questions. Uh, one mm-hmm. is, I was, I was looking at rnlawgroup.com uh, and there was an article you had published, how to prepare to file your employment-based I-485 application. So I'm getting, mm-hmm. kind of getting ready with the documents. So mm-hmm. one document that kind of confused me is the I-134 affidavit mm-hmm. of support. Is that you don't needed need it. or is you, that... You don't need it right now. Okay, you because on your, right on your article... Uh, right, yeah, yeah, you can, you can send needed. that link. You can send the link to me. We'll take okay. it down. You so it's not it's not needed for my dependents no. correct no sir not needed okay anymore. okay that was one confusing point uh, the second question rahul garu i had is i mean i heard some of an earlier uh, person asking a question so like i said right i'm getting ready with all the paperwork so that i am able to file it in october so i went ahead and uh, whatever vax i mean i scheduled a visit with my primary care physician looked at whatever vaccinations are needed i, I went ahead and took all that uh, oh come on you shouldn't have done that why but anyway go ahead so so i i i i i i've taken the vaccinations i've got a i mean the updated uh, vaccination list from my pcp and okay, the second the thing question. that i get to, get yes the, the second thing sure. second question that i a second thing that i also did was did the tb test and the gonorrhea okay. whatever so you have to get to this question tushar so the, so the question is this was done maybe around uh, this is what august right i had done this is in, in july time frame and i i plan to meet the i mean plan to schedule with the civil surgeon sometime in september so is this time frame okay between uh, the i d- i don't know this this is a doctor's matter not my matter okay uh, what their regulations are on there i don't know exactly but you shouldn't have done the vaccination that's all i can tell you right now because they may tell you to do it again ah uh, the the civil yes. surgeon may tell me to do that again yeah they may tell you to do okay it. okay i mean if they tell it again i'll do it again that's fine okay just wanted to check that out sure. thank you next person please dheeraj hi uh, rahul thank you for this uh, can you able to hear me yes good dheeraj yeah so i ha- i i filed my one it uh, uh, my 485 180 days it's already passed and i got the ead now uh, i'm switching the job and i'm not sure uh, when i will get the green card so do i need to follow the 180 do 180 days rule the ac21 rule with a new employee as employer as well like file no sir i'm going to file no, the sir. supplement j that means no sir no sir no sir you can keep switching the jobs every 10 days 
So when my interview is going to get for the green card or when I'm going to get the naturalization, I, are they going to expect me to 180 days with a new employer as well? Or they no, just sir. no, sir. Sir, you can move every 10 days, I said that. Okay. The so as far as I pass my 180 days, I'm good with, 180 uh, days with the first process. company. Then you join another company. You don't have to pass 180 days every time. Only the first time. That's it. You can switch the jobs every 10 days. Can I be any more clear than that? You want yeah, to make it two? I'll make it two. Yeah, it's not going to cause any issue when I'm going to go for the naturalization. They will, they will not no, check sir. whether. Okay, thank they, you, sir. They may check, but you are not violating anything. Thank you. Thank you, guys, for coming in. The next conference call will be tomorrow at uh, tomorrow at uh, uh, tomorrow at three uh, thirty, guys. Thank you, guys, for coming in. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.